0: Is actually, you are a real runner, Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline, and I am back answering your questions. Happy New Year! Happy first Monday of the year. So, before I get to that, let's chat about how you and I work together in 2021. So, the first thing you do is you schedule a call. The second thing is we will create a super easy plan for you to follow in 2021. And then step three, you are going to create the success that you want. You're going to enjoy that success. You're going to enjoy your year of growth. All right, let's get to today's question, which is how to avoid the all or nothing approach. So how do I do that? How do I avoid the all or nothing approach? So I think the first thing that we want to do is we want to define what the all or nothing approach is and kind of See, like, well, what is that? Like, why are you asking this question, right? Okay. So I love using my little uh my four quadrant thing. The all-or-nothing approach definitely is up here in this quadrant. It's authoritarian, uh, strict and inflexible rules, and there's punishment for messing up we've probably all done some sort of all or nothing approach, whether it comes to eating, it comes to exercise, it comes to, I don't know, a lot of different habits. We come from this um, authoritarian mindset thinking, you know, if I just come up with these like really strict and flexible rules and I don't even, and I don't give myself an out, that will uh, discipline me, that'll punish me into submission. I'll just follow through with it. And so there's there's some like good intention, and I get it. I know that times that I have chosen something that's all or nothing, it's because, well, nothing else worked. I didn't stick to things. I have to be mean to myself. I have to do this. If I talk to anyone who has chosen to do a whole 30 or a whole 100 or a keto or a running streak or a workout program at a gym, you know, where they're going to exercise for 180 days straight. The reason you're picking this is because nothing else has worked. But the truth is, this isn't going to work either. The The hard thing about it is it's going to work for a short period of time. But going back to that definition, all or nothing. So we have the example. When we do this, this is the all part of all or nothing. We forget that there's a nothing part. So let's explore the nothing parts of all or nothing. Um, usually what happens is you're like, man, I was so strict with myself I deserve a little extra. I deserve a break. I've done this for so long. And we start to creep down over here into permissive, where you're nurturing and kind. You were just so mean to yourself. So you're like, I deserve a break. Um, but you kind of, you lose all boundaries. You lose all structure. And you're not moving forward on your goal. You're not moving forward on being that person you want to be. You're not moving forward on living the life that you want. It's coming from a nurturing place, but it's just, you're, you're staying stuck and then we kind of fall over to this place where it starts to become neglectful. Uh, the warmth that was uh, there when you were permissive—that warmth is gone. Um, you're just negative all around. Again, a few boundaries, few little structure. Um, you're staying stuck. These two are—they're the other ends of the all or nothing. So we have all doing something super extreme, and then we have the nothing part falling off the wagon and just uh, feeling terrible, right? So what I have seen with so many people is them doing lifetimes of this triangle. Lifetimes, decades, years, decades, just constantly rotating through this triangle. There is an alternative. There's an alternative. Let me define that. And that is authoritative. Authoritative, there are helpful boundaries and structure. Um, It's nurturing. It's kind. There's warmth. And also, mistakes are teachable moments. Over here, if you made a mistake, well, shoot, you just messed up. You're down over here where you're not doing anything at all. You're going to make a mistake when you're learning to do something new. Mistakes are teachable moments. Uh, I talked about yesterday oh Shoot, I did that thing, or I neglected to do that thing. Oh, interesting. I don't actually feel so good in my head, or I don't actually feel so good in my body. This is how we turn a mistake into a teachable moment instead of more proof or evidence that you're a failure. Okay, so what is an example of authoritative? <laughs> it is working with Jacqueline. Um, I'm definitely an authoritative coach, I work with people who have found like, hey, um, whenever I have tried to do an all or nothing approach, I've always ended up doing nothing. I need to do something different, okay? So how do we avoid this, right? So we've defined the all or nothing. Um, It it always ends up being nothing. We need a different way. Well, let's come over to my big chart. And we have, so how to avoid the all or nothing approach. Step one. (laughs) acknowledge, remind yourself, and and believe, like, you need to get into your head that this is not going to work long term. There are so many people that kind of sort of are like, well, maybe I'll give this thing a shot, but still in the back of their head, like, "Mm, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. You need to do something extreme. You need to get rid of that belief that this is the thing that's going to change your life and make you a better person and help you enjoy life. So acknowledge, remind yourself, and believe that all or nothing is not going to work. It is not going to work long term at least. Um, two, we need to come up with an alternative approach. so I talked about authoritative, you can call it whatever you want like the, the, the vocabulary for it doesn't uh, meet it doesn't matter. Um, Maybe it's the bite-size approach. Maybe it is the bit-by-bit approach, the step-by-step approach. But that's what it is. When you're learning to do something new, that's what we're trying to do. When you're trying to change your life, you're learning to do something new. We need to stop expecting ourselves uh, to do all or nothing. We need to approach it bite-size, bit-by-bit, step-by-step, rep-by-rep, day-by-day, whatever. Whatever uh, terminology works for you. Okay? So... We're not doing this. Let's uh, let's jump into this. What is the bite-sized approach? How do we actually make that work? Oh, magical! Uh, step one. Say it with me. Identify your aspirational identity. Great job. Yes, you knew. We need to start with what is that aspirational identity? Who is that person that you want to be in 2021? And go beyond that too. Like think big picture. Who do you want to be in 2021, in 2022, in 2030, in 2050, right? Think grand scheme when you're 50, 60, 70, 80 years old. Do you want to be that person who can't eat carbs? Do you want to be that person who um just approaches life from this fear, this fear of like or do you want to have this this um you know, this growth mindset, this like enjoying life, this like taking things bit by bit? Which which do you want? Okay? So, the first thing, identify your aspirational identity. Step two, write down your steps. Write down your steps. Write down your steps. If you are not writing things, it's just like this magical thought in your head, just these thoughts, like this tree and blah, blah, blah. You need to write it down. And not just once. once. um, I, I've seen this uh, in the past, not so much right now because of the pandemic, but these uh. Vision board, vision board workshops. Oh, let's make this vision board. Yeah, I'm cute. That's wonderful. And, I, you know, I'm one for arts and crafts. I love arts and crafts. But if you just put it up on a board and it's like there and you don't have, you don't actually do the day-to-day work, you don't do the reps, it's just this cute thing that ends up, you just don't follow through on it. So you need to write what you're doing. You need to write your steps every single day. That sounds repetitive, that sounds um, tedious, but it's also pretty tedious to live, uh, it's tedious to live this triangle over and over and over and call that, like, a successful or happy life. That's That sounds terrible to me. (laughs) So when I say, like, write these steps, do it. Get a piece of paper, write down the things that you want to do, um, and then you do it. You follow through. You do the little thing. Remember, it is bit by bit, step by step, <laughs> bite-sized pieces. Um, and then the last thing you do is you color your 365 habit tracker until it is programmed into your brain. So I have my examples here. I'm going to use myself as an example to, to do this. Was um, This was working out in the morning in 2020. So you can see, like, um, definitely there were some mistakes. I think this was walking my dog, and then this one was working out. It was, like, before the pandemic even started. I was like, I need to become a person who um, I want to make sure that I'm a good dog owner. And <laughs> part of that is walking my dog every day. I want to make sure that I am a person who exercises in the morning and starts my morning off great. Definitely messed up in the beginning, got some reps in, right? But this this isn't the whole only thing. There had there was so much mindset work around what was happening here. And then you'll notice, like, I stopped coloring it in the second half of the year. It's not because I stopped doing the thing. No, This is now programmed into my brain. It's programmed into my day. It's programmed into who I'm being. I don't need to color a little box anymore because it's just what I do. It's an actual habit now, right? So you don't need to color this box for the rest of your life. That is a tool to help you get to being the person and you're being the person by following through with the reps every-ish day. Um, I think that that's a big thing I want to mention is that you still have to show up. Like, you still have to, the 365 habit tracker, um, it it does, the intention is so that you show up and you do the reps. Um, You're not going to become the person that you want to be by not doing the reps. That, like, that's falling into the neglectful and permissive. You still have to show up and do the reps. But what's different is when you miss the day, it's a teachable moment. Oh, shoot, I don't feel so good. Shoot, what happens? Oh, I didn't set my alarm. Oh shoot, I forgot to grab my water bottle. Oh shoot, I, I don't know whatever it is. I let my I let my old self-talk, um, convince me that it's not important for me to eat a vegetable or I can let my old self-talk convince me that no one's listening to my podcast. I shouldn't even bother making one. You know, no one's really listening. This doesn't really matter, right? Um, so the the mistakes are teachable moments. You still need to show up. You still need to do the reps. You're never going to become the person that you want to do unless you're showing up and doing the reps. So that is my suggestion to avoid the all or nothing approach, acknowledge that it's not actually going to work. It's not going to change your life. Um, and I think the thing with that too is especially right about now, uh, in January, you're gonna see you see so many things out there. And not even just what is on commercials, but you see what your friends are up to. You see, like Susie's doing keto and Tanya's doing whole 30 and Tommy's doing a 300-day running streak. Just because other people are doing these things does not mean that you need to do them. You know, you can say the, the Amy Poehler, good for her, not for me. Great that that's something that you want to do. It's not for me. I've tried that and I realized like, hey, it always results in me doing this triangle. I don't want to live my life like that anymore. Even though you are putting that on social media, even though you are constantly talking about it, good for you, not for me. I'm going to put my head down and just do the work because that's that's what you really need to do. Ignore what everyone else is doing. Ignore their magical, um, you know, get blank quick result plans. Put your head down and do the work. I like in the book, The Compound Effect, he talks about microwave mentality, We in modern society have this microwave mentality that I can put something in the box, press one minute, and poof, that thing, like, I'll get this transformation. Um, That's not how it works. We need to realize that, you know, our parents and our grandparents and our great-grandparents, the way that they created success was by doing the work, showing up day by day. One of the great things about modern society is that it's not as hard (laughs) as how it was, you know, 100, 150 years ago. But we still have to show up and do the work, put in the reps. So those are my suggestions to avoid the all or nothing approach. Avoiding the all or nothing approach and deciding to do the bit by bit approach or the bite size approach or the step by step or the rep by rep approach. That's actually going to help you become the person that you want to be and make this a year of growth. Good luck, I'm excited for you, I'm cheering for you over here on the internet, take care.